Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, indeed. We're talking taxes like we do every Saturday afternoon, and it's one of these things. I say it all the time. <laughs> I just told somebody the other day, right. I said, uh, taxes are important. Oh, I don't want to talk taxes. Well, do you pay taxes? Yes. Yeah, I do. Then well, talk then about them. <laughs> you need to talk about them uh, because you need to have a plan. Yes. And whether or not it's in retirement or whether or not it's every Pre paycheck. Pre-retirement, every day. Yeah. Exactly. Every day, every time we get a paycheck, we didn't get paid this weekend. I'm a little depressed <laughs> about that, but we'll get next paid week. next weekend. You know, uh, it's always there's always another paycheck That's around right, the around the corner. Dun, 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 dun. But every time we get paid, we should look at that at yes. that stub. Look at that pay stub. There's all kinds of information. It's very dry and boring information, but there is a lot of information on it that benefits you. And that information is me. That yes. information is it's my bank account, stuff. my yes. money, my retirement. Yes. Uh, so it's nice to see. You know, I tell you what, I did a couple extra things around the office. Uh, I got uh, an extra couple hundred bucks. And then when I looked at my pay stub, when, uh, you know, my retirement mm -hmm. uh, kicked in, <laughs> when the Social Security kicked in, when they took everything out, it was like, well, what did I even do that for? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because it didn't really seem like it added too much to too my much. paycheck. Yes, for the but, time that you spent, exactly. Right. But you got to look at that line item that says, you know, Josh's uh, uh, retirement. Exactly. And, you know, 30 years from now, Jeff, I want to retire in 20 years. Jeff said it's probably going to be 30-ish. More like 30-ish because <laughs> he's actually seen my taxes. Um, 30 years from now, I'm going to think. I'm going to come back in, in a That's time because right. time travel will be That'd be cool in 30 years. A thing by then. I'm going to come back and kiss <laughs> myself -ish. on the lips. And I'm going to say, you know what? You should work a couple more weekends, <laughs> you know, because I, I want a bigger boat. That's right. So knowing what those numbers mean on your pay stub is very important. It's very important. Exactly. Yeah. And then knowing how much is coming out and what more where it's can, going. Yeah, yeah, where it's going and, and what more can I be doing? You know, uh, we did our taxes with you this past year, and uh, it was a great experience. Loved every second of it. That's right. Yay. Um, <laughs> and then at the end of it, you said, how much more could you put into your retirement account? Yeah. Without, you know, take into account inflation, which I mentioned last week and the week before that. I'm starting to really see it. It's a lot of people savings. are starting to see it, seriously. Yeah. In um, your day-to-day, -day, I say operations, if you want to call it that. I think the last report I saw a couple of weeks ago said that the average family spends four hundred and fifty or four hundred and eighty dollars more a month than what you did a year ago. I mean, I, I can pull up. We've got a credit card that we use just for gas and mm -hmm. groceries. Yeah. Uh, it's this Amex card that gives six percent back on groceries and three percent back on gas. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, perfect. We won't use it for anything else. Uh, we normally just take yeah. it out of the joint account anyway, so yeah. might as well get some cash back for it. Um, and I look at the statements, and I'm like, it's wow, like, this is <laughs> – these gas oh, and yeah. grocery trips are getting bigger and, and bigger. bigger. Yep. Uh, so, you know, we pay it off because we don't want a running uh, debt or anything. Yep. But now we're seeing that our, our joint account, our, our savings – Dipping starting down. Starting to dwindle a little bit. Starting to dwindle. My wife for the excess. had a panic attack. I said, honey, <laughs> honey, they took everything out. They took mortgage. They took the credit card. They there. took yep. the baby's school. Yep. It all happened on one day, and she flipped out. I'm like, well, you know, we haven't put our money back in yet. That's right. Um, you get paid next week, right? Yeah, exactly. So it is hitting home. It's hitting home. So we really have to be uh, a little bit more diligent. Yeah into what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Where's our money going? Where can I save more? Maybe I shouldn't have. 
I bumped my retirement up 2%. Mm-hmm. You told me exactly. take it up 1%. Do I it, did it too. Do it in 1% or 2% increments. Yeah. It's not as painful as if you said, oh, I'll do 10% and you'll last two paychecks and you'll go back to where you came from. I like Just to say nature. out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, exactly. It comes out of my paycheck. I never even see it. Exactly. So I'll, I'll never even miss it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, well, things are getting tight. Should I drop that back down? I'm not no, going to. No, yeah, no, no, no. Keep it. <laughs> yeah. If you pull the trigger, just leave just it. Just leave it. And then, well, I guess that's, I'll just have to figure it out. That's the whole concept is doing it in small little bites as you go along. So sit all the rest of this year, going into next year, and next year raise it by 1% again. Yeah. That's all you're trying to do is just out of sight, out of mind. You get, a uh, say, accustomed or acclimated to that different income, a little bit less. Um, in your pocket, but more going into your retirement. Yeah. And with the market down the way it is currently, um, maybe not next statement that you get, but three, four, five, ten years down the road, you're going to love it because it's going to come back. Absolutely. And, and here's the deal. Uh, maybe I just won't buy those jeans exactly. this month. Or maybe yep. uh, I'll stop getting the fancy mustard. That's right. <laughs> Don't get those coffees at seven bucks a pound. Oh, my God. Seven, eight, <laughs> yeah, nine. Exactly. Holy cow. Brown gold, <laughs> yes. I call it. Yes. Uh, there's, a, there's a shortage, too, apparently, of coffee beans. That's what they were saying. So everybody was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I've st- look, uh, I've started making it at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit up the gas station. Yeah. Because it's a lot cheaper, lot cheaper at the gas station yep. than it is at the Starbucks or the yep. coffee shop. We got one uh, right out in St. Charles that we go to. I love it. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a treat. Oh, it's, it is not yeah. a daily thing yeah, it's for us anymore. It's, woo. <laughs> anyway, anywho, uh, talking taxes today. If you have any questions, you can text us 84126. We'll get back to you uh, on answers about those questions. If you want to call Jeff and have him take a look at your personal finances, you want to do taxes with him, you want to take advantage of his wealth advising capabilities, you can give him a call, 636 394 Five five two four. We went in and did our taxes, and you helped us keep keep what's yours. Name of the show, name That's of the right. book <laughs> uh, that Jeff wrote. Keep what's yours. That's the mantra. We try to keep more money on our paychecks and in our pockets, yes, rather than going out to the to yeah. the federal government. Um, we were able to keep twelve hundred bucks more last year. Keep more of that on our paycheck. It was you know it's it's a. a Flex spending account, right? FSA. You've probably heard of these. Uh, Jeff can set them up with your HR department. You make a phone call. You guys put HR in touch with Jeff, and they can talk uh, and figure something out. We were able to keep. This is real money. At the end of the year, we kept twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, it's in your pocket. This year, we're going to try to double that and keep twenty four hundred. That's right. So. Uh, these are real things that Jeff can do for you when he uh, takes a look at your taxes. But after uh, we were done with the taxes, you also sat us down and say, now, what do you want your money to do for you? Exactly. Why Why are you saving money? Uh, what is the goal? Are you aggressive? Are you uh, trying What's, to be? The, the question is, what is the purpose of this account? Yeah, what is the and purpose? Your IRA, your 401k, just a bank account, whatever the case may be. What do you want it to do for you? Kind of sit down and have a reevaluation mm-hmm. of what are we doing here? Exactly. And since I've got thirty plus years left of still working before right. I can retire, thirty plus ish. <laughs> yeah, he's raising it now. Um, I'll be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, because I got plenty of time to work it back. Yes. So that's the kind of stuff that Jeff does on a daily basis for people. Six three six three nine four five five two four testimonial. I go to Jeff. Yes. To take it from me, where we kept. 1200 bucks. we're going to keep 2400 this year, and uh, he can take a look at your per- personal tax liability situation and say, well, maybe you could do the FSA. Maybe That's it's right. a health savings. You got yeah. health care costs that you know you yeah. pay every year. You've, and you might as well do it. Might as well save it in a tax-deferred. Efficient. Tax-efficient <laughs> account. Uh, I yes. like to call it tax-free, but Jeff yeah. has uh, some other ways of <laughs> describing it. Now, the IRS... Getting into the first topic of the show, the IRS. I like to think of them as just a nameless, faceless, windowless building. This uh, report goes right down that path. <laughs> yeah, and and we don't know who works there. We don't want to yeah. know. Don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, they they look at me the same way. I'm a I'm a social security That's number right. number. They have no idea who you are. They they don't. 
They're not trying to get in on it. Oh, Josh, bro, <laughs> he, you know, he's still a Rams fan. Let's yeah. go after Ooh. him. Yeah, boo. <laughs> Let's take him to the cleaners. Uh, they don't know me. They don't know what. Well, they actually know quite a bit about they me. They know more than you think. <laughs> yeah, but they 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 don't have it in for me. Yeah. But uh, the IRS, it is what it is. It's a necessary evil if we want nice roads and schools and it's all that stuff. It's where it comes stuff. from. Exactly. It's where it all comes from. But sometimes they mess up. Yeah, this one they kind of did. So there's a report that came out last week. It says that the IRS exposed some confidential taxpayer data on their website. And you go on hmm. their website. On their like website. IRS.gov. Yeah. So apparently it was if you have an IRA, um, and depending upon the securities that are purchased within your IRA, you have to file what's called a 990T form. And typically your trustee does that behind the scenes for you. You don't even, you like, you got Fidelity as your trustee. Fidelity will fill it out or Vanguard, whoever. They fill it out, send it on its way. And it's just reporting where some of the, I'd say, income from those securities came from. Well, they kind of left 120,000 people sitting out on the website who have IRAs with this 990T form? They let them sit out, left them sitting out there for a couple of days. So, why they singled them out, nobody knows. But an employee of the IRS stumbled onto it on the website and said, "Hey, we might have an issue here," and then they turned it off. Okay, so, so <laughs> is this uh, people's Social Security numbers? Is this- they haven't said yet. Exactly um, what it is. I yeah. think that they said that they were going to contact all of the anybody that was involved in it. Um, you know, I guess give them free, you know, credit protection or something like that over the next year. Yeah. You know, courtesy of the IRS, but, a free IRS mouse pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with one eight hundred IRS on it. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, that's kind of big. Um, they posted their data online that the anybody that went on irs.gov could see. Kind of a kind of a little oopsie. So um, if I'm uh, one of these 120 people, 120,000, uh, 120,000, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Um, they'll be contacting me. Yeah, they'll be contacting you. We don't have a clue who they are. They won't say you know what the technicality was, what was exposed, what wasn't exposed, and um, and who were what bucket of people was this from? People this, that have a this a, would be people who have an IRA. Yeah, and inside the IRA has a certain security, like a non-traded security. So they have to generate this form called the 990T. Um, again, not, as a preparer, we never touch them. They're actually done by the trustee themselves mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes, and they send them on the way. So if non, you've ever gotten what's a non-traded, what's an example of a non-traded? Um, the security. real estate investment trust that are non-traded. So it's a private transaction, but they're inside of your IRA. And inside of my IRA, uh, let's let's stop for a second here. Um, I have. Uh, money come out and put into an IRA mm-hmm. uh, every time I get paid. And inside that IRA, I'm in a couple of mutual funds. Yes. And we sat down. You took a look at them. Uh, you personally took a look at the ones I'm in, and you said, these are fine. Uh, let's leave them. Yeah. That was part of the the wealth advising segment that we did together. But inside of my IRA or inside of a Roth, can I invest in – specific stocks like i'm like elon musk is the new god i want to put some of my ira money in tesla the yes um even to the degree of within your ira and these are just suggestions it's not (laughs) right no these are just examples yeah you could buy every stock out there um you could put uh precious metals inside of it uh, oh like gold gold platinum um, platinum um, technically, Bitcoin um, are variations of Bitcoin oh, this now. Is weird, weird, brave um, new world, <laughs> brave new world. Believe yeah. me. Um, can I buy real estate? Yes. So the like the, I can buy a rental property. Exactly. But there's there's each one of these has its own little caveat to it. And the real estate inside of an IRA, the trick to it is you have to hire a third party trustee. So look at the oh, IRA as yeah. rents received as part of the normal transactions. So you as an owner, you can't even as much hypothetically buy a light bulb for that rental property. Otherwise, it's considered a contribution. So oh, the, I see. Because trust, I, I have my, all my contributions to my IRA have to come out of my income paycheck. Well, paycheck and our end of the day, you have to have the income. So let's say you're retired and you have an IRA um, and you want to kind of play the market. And I say play the market as an alternative to stocks and bonds and mm-hmm. cash, and you put it in real estate. You create passive rental income that comes in the door. Um, that stays within that IRA, 
But the concept behind it is if you put anything into the property itself, it's, it's deemed a contribution. And if you don't have the income, it's an illegal contribution. So it gets a little tricky yeah. in what takes place. But your your trustee, third-party trustee, would then collect rents, do all maintenance, the whole shoot match, and it stays within the IRA. Uh, my wife, uh, we opened up her IRA uh, to take a look at it and see what options were out there. And they seemed fairly limited. Uh, yeah. And, and at some point when kind of things settle down, I know that uh, the 15th of the month is coming up. You've got a lot of estimated payments coming in. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that for third quarter. When things start settling down, she's going to call you and get you on the phone with her HR department yeah. to figure out, you know, it only seems like there's 15 things to invest in for hers, but there are other options out there. Yes. And you just need to look at what's offered by your employer. Um, sometimes it's just a standalone 401k with a, a handful of options. Other times there's little hidden features in there that you don't realize, which is access to a brokerage account where the sky's the limit. But it's still within your 401k. Yeah. So just a matter of exploring those options as you go forward. So when we sit down and, you know, maybe every quarter – just kind of open it up and say, yeah. where where am I sitting? And then maybe I'll, I'll reach out to you. Since the 15th of the month is, you know, third quarter for estimated yes. payments, maybe yes. I'll use that as a as a calendar event and just reach out and say, Jeff, this is what I'm in. Yeah, Is this still something I should be in? Exactly. So and you look at it and just kind of scan through it, see, you know, again, don't, don't look at a you got to judge a fund by more than its current performance um, other than if that was the case you'd have to chuck everything bonds uh, growth funds the whole shoot and match just because everything is terrible right now right um, but the market works that way it will go through peaks and valleys um, the concept is just try to take out the tops of the peaks and the lows of the valley and that's what diversity and then does. see what's in there all right. Exactly. Uh, that is kind of a, a sidebar, but uh, the IRS, oops, released 120,000 yeah, kind of people's <laughs> data out there. Uh, and Jeff was explaining to us that it, it's people that have kind of more of a non-traditional, non-tradable Yeah, Ins- inside their IRAs. Inside their IRAs. So, so yeah. if you are one of those people, you might be getting you a might phone get a letter call. from them. <laughs> uh, you also mentioned that um, the IRS, they are working – to get better at what they they're do. They're trying, but in a slow motion fashion. <laughs> they're getting an influx of money, yeah, which we've the cash, heard a, cash lot, is coming. a yes. lot about. So it's it, they're going to hire new people, but they're also going to, um, to replace a lot of people that are retiring as well. Yeah. But they're going to uh, fix their own infrastructure. And mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time. If you've seen the pictures of what the IRS office. Oh, nightmarish looking. In Austin, <laughs> Texas. looks It's nightmarish. Yes. And they're using floppy disk. And I mean like floppy. The like old, old. The yeah. old floppy floppy. <laughs> not even that hard disk that you would put in. Uh, they're using fax machines, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Uh, come on. It's 2022 at this point. Yep. But inside their system currently, um, they have a problem with joint filers. Yeah. And so the, it's more so the problem with the joint filers is we've seen a ton of these letters. They've now admitted that they have a issue. And so what they're doing is if and anybody out there listening, uh, married filing jointly and you paid your taxes and you paid them on time and you paid them online and you get a notice a couple of weeks later saying, hey, you owe us all this money. You never paid your taxes. You bomb, you know, so on and so forth. What's taking place is typically what we've seen that takes place is husband, wife, filer. Um, the, and I say primary, don't all those ladies are going to yell at me. The, the primary is typically the husband. So the wife pays the bills. She goes in there. She pays it. Says, hey, what's your social security number? She, she puts, puts hers her. in there yeah. and pays it. Boom. It can't match up to the husband's social security number because he's listed as the primary. Even so, though it's married filing jointly, you're, right. you're both 50-50 responsible for everything. It's an issue. Well, when we talk <laughs> about how antiquated the IRS yeah. is, they're still living in the 50s. Yeah. So most people, Saying that yeah. every married filing jointly, the husband yes. is the top. Exactly. And you have to use the husband's social security number when filing. Yeah. So technically what will take place, and again, to the ladies that are paying the bill, I get it. Um, they pay the bill everything's fine. You get this letter and you're like, eh, should I worry about it? The first one, you typically they don't. The second one that starts getting a little 
more threatening. Um, then they call us and go, well, hey, what's going on here? I've paid it. Nine out of ten times, it's because the wife used her social security number yeah. to, to the tax return in the IRS. Their, their software, you would think their software system would pick that up in a heartbeat. It cannot. Well, if you, for again, reason. if you read but, the article about what the IRS <laughs> actually looks like on the yeah. inside, this is not surprising. Yeah, but they the finally admitted, and it's called a CP14 notice. So anybody that's got one, don't panic. Um, if you've paid your tax, all you got to do is either write a letter and or call the IRS, good luck getting through, right. um, and explain, say, hey, it was paid, you know, on my social, my wife's social security number, um, you know, and, and they'll basically yeah. release it. You don't owe them anything. You call it a day. And just so. a, a mix-up misunderstanding, mm-hmm. the fact that uh, their systems can't uh, – <clears throat> Yeah. show that both of these social security numbers are, are equal partners, are equal basically. Partners. Yeah. Um, but here's the question. Uh, what about uh, same-sex couples uh, married the finally, same, jointly? Two be men. Be the same thing. Be the same thing. wife yeah. and wife. Yeah. If the I say the, the top wife who's ever listed first. Just and again, whoever's listed first. Who's ever listed first is considered primary. There gotcha. is, but there really is no primary. It's a, it's a joint return. Right. So you're both 50-50. So, well, and, and the fact that the IRS systems can't show both, goofy. Yeah, yeah, tie your yeah. social security numbers to your you wife. You think it would pick them both up in a heartbeat, and boom, you'd be done. Will the influx of money fix yeah. this? That's a software issue, and yes, it should. I mean, that's yeah. what the first influx of dollars are supposed to do. Is go is to software. Fix the software, make them a little bit more knowledgeable, um, I intuitive. Think, I think they said they're still <clears throat> using software from the 70s. Yeah. Which is... Mind, I mean, um, what is the old one XP that's been retired for uh, Windows seems XP. like a hundred yeah. years? But yeah, XP. They're still using um, Windows XP operating. There system. was a, and the funny was the funniest was there was a gentleman that was in that who retired in the '60s from the IRS, and apparently he built a prototype in his backyard of a round desk with uh, cubby holes in it, basically. But the back side of these cubby holes were open. And it was when a tax return would come in old days, um, you know, and they didn't have computers. They'd have to tear it apart. And each section went in one of these little cubby holes and people would come by and grab it and go take it to the next section. They still use those today. Um, and it's, it's a guy built it basically out of plywood in his backyard in his late 60s. Yeah. And he's been retired since 71 or something. <laughs> Man, and this, so, yeah, the 1960s yeah, and that's, technology. That's the technology, the desk technology they're using today. You this know? is your IRS, <laughs> people. That's why they're getting some money and hopefully. Yeah, hopefully fixes it. And um, they can hire people to answer the phone. That too. For once. Three hours and it kicks you out of the queue and hangs up on you. So, yeah. So don't, God if you do that. have to call the IRS, don't get upset. Pick a different day. Keep doing it at eight, right. eight in the morning. It's the only time to really try and get through. Um, Sounds goofy. So. Well, there's your tip of the day. If you yes. have to call the IRS, <laughs> try to do it as early as possible. So you can't do it uh, 7.59 or earlier. Won't even take your phone call. They'll hang up on you automatically. 8 a.m. on 8 the 8 a.m. plus you get you get thrown in the queue and sit and wait three hours. And typically at three hours, if nobody's answered, they kick you off and hangs up on you. You said one of the goals of the IRS coming out, um, they're trying to uh, find more revenue, and they're trying to find, I don't want to call them tax cheats, but people yeah. have been slipping through the cracks. Yeah, so the big one, if you are a S corporation um, and you do not take reasonable compensation, which reasonable comp, we could have a whole week's worth of shows explaining it. But these are, are what's these an are, S corp? So an S corp is a pass-through. Um, could be one person, could be 15, could be 20 people. Um, are these big companies? Are these small businesses? Mid-size. It could mid-size. be small, mid-size. Yeah. It's just it's how you're taxed. So the concept is you have to take a, a paycheck. If I own a business, I have to take a paycheck from the business. So, well, yeah. So if you're an S-corp, mm-hmm. um, so you could be a – it's a true corporation, just like Home Depot and, you know, Lowe's and uh, GE, like we, they're, they're a corporation. Mm-hmm. But this is an S-corp, so it's a subchapter S-corp. So you're asking for special tax treatment is what you're asking for from the IRS. So what takes place is you would take a regular paycheck, and if there was any other profits left over at the end of the year, that would flow through as an owner's draw or a pass-through. That pass-through then is not subject to what's called self-employment tax. So self-employment tax is comprised of Social Security and Medicare. That 
as you as an employee, you pay on your check, if you look at your paycheck, you pay 6.25% to Social Security and 1.45% to Medicare on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Your employer matches that dollar for dollar. Oh, okay. I'm so it's fifteen point right. three. So if you are the owner of an S corp, you have to pay both. Exactly. So you're taking your paycheck, okay, and you're paying that fifteen point three percent on your total paycheck because you're the owner slash employee. But yet at the same token, any profits left over in the company pass through without paying that self employment tax. Okay. So what the IRS has seen, and we've seen it many a times, is the owner says, "I don't want a paycheck." So, but they pay all their employees and then they just take owner draws all year long. Okay. Well, all right. Let's go back. <laughs> let's go back a second. I work here at the Big 550. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pay into Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. And on the other side, uh, the Big 550 pays, uh, matches that. Exactly. That's called payroll taxes. Yes, that's payroll taxes. Uh, okay. I get it. I get it. Uh, when you own your own company or you're self employed, you pay your. As an employee, your share of it, yes. and as an employer, you're paying the other side. So you pay a double, mm-hmm. and that's just one of the the beauties of that's being exactly self employed. Being um, self employed, your payroll taxes just doubled. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. So now, as an S corp, you're gonna say, you know what, uh, you know, I only made twenty thousand dollars, and the um, the rest, a hundred grand, comes as a pass through. As the a end pass of the through year. at the end of the year. The problem is, is if you're an S corp. The IRS will eat your lunch on this one. They haven't did way back in the day, maybe about eight, ten years ago, they went after this kind of stuff and then they backed off. For whatever reason, they backed off and left them alone. So um, there was the, the, I say the poster child for this was a gentleman that was uh, real close to our office um, who said, Hey, I only made $30,000 this year, but he took a $400,000 pass through. Yeah. And IRS caught him, and he was poster child for this is what you don't do. Yeah. So if you're an S-Corp, you have to take reasonable compensation. Um, the easiest, the simplest way to explain reasonable comp is if you're running a company and you said, hey, I'm moving to Florida, um, and I'm going to hire somebody to run my company, what would it take for you to How pay that person? How much would you have to pay that person? That's the easiest way to look is what is reasonable comp. To do mm-hmm. everything that you do as a business owner on a day-in, day-out basis. Funny part is you will find out that it's going to take a lot more than what you think. <laughs> yeah. Is the easiest way to And that ultimate it. number is up to the IRS? Interpretation is to the IRS at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but again, I mean, there's some guidelines you can run with, but depending upon industries, they change dramatically. Sure. Um, so again, there's a whole industry that's been created for reasonable compensation. You could reach out to them. They will do a study for you, say you should take X. That's what you should take as reasonable compensation. And that keeps you off the radar scopes of the IRS. Yeah. Because this is one thing that they are going to come guns a-blazing on. We talked about it. Right. (laughs) Well, because some of the IRS agents that they're hiring, they want to be proficient in weapons. Um, They have to be for what they do. Those are are actually the true collection revenue agents. If you have one of those agents knocking on your door. Those guys usually are... They're, they're, they're tasked with trying to get a lot of money, yeah. and they tend to, uh, how would you say it, disturb people. <laughs> right. Well, you know, if you're paying your taxes yes. and you're doing it the right way, you've got Jeff Zufall from Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524, doing your taxes for you. You're going to pay them the right way, and you're not going to have to worry about this. Yeah. But uh, as an example, again, an S-Corp, yes. at the end of the year, there's 120000 um, that is is left over. I only took twenty grand and exactly. paid twenty grand in payroll taxes, uh, and I took the other hundred thousand and just paid. And I still have to pay taxes on that. It's, it's just, just regular, just federal and state tax, so regular you're not, income tax. You're not paying that fifteen point three percent. The IRS is going to come out and say, "What's going yeah. on here? Wait a minute here. You yeah. need to take reasonable compensation." You get into that whole debate, which so, you don't want to go down that path. Um, you won't win. Um, and again, it's just a, it's one of those gray areas, but that's, this is something that they're coming out strong here you, shortly within the next couple of years. You've mentioned the past couple of weeks that this new IRS, uh, influx of money, they're going to be looking at small to medium sized businesses. Yeah, exactly. And this is one of the examples. That's the prime example. And I don't want to make it out like, you know, it's us versus the IRS. These are people that aren't 
technically paying or doing it right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Um, and again, if the, if the cash is, and again, as a business owner, I get it a hundred percent. If the cash isn't there, you can't take the check period. Cause you got to pay your employees first. That's, that's one thing, but it's when you have that profit at the end of the year and you say, Hey, I'm only going to take a tiny bit as my income. The rest is passed through. That's cheating. Yeah. So, and they'll come after, and, after you and, and you're cheating yourself because at the same token, you're not paying a lot into Social Security and Medicare. So your benefits down the road, I mean, uh, yeah. are going to be lower versus you pump that up and oh, pay that. that pass-through money. Exactly. I hope you've reinvested it. You better be really good at it. You've got to retire with nothing. Yes. Um, yes. So that is kind of what we have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, and that's the stuff that's coming down the road. They're going to come out hot and heavy on this. Like you said, they used to go after this big time, and mm-hmm. then they backed off for a while. For whatever reason, they just yeah. just like the, somebody flipped the switch and said, don't worry about it. So and if you're a small to medium business and you've been doing this, yes. you need to call Jeff. Yes. Uh, Jeff, you specialize in uh, doing small business. Small business, yes. Yeah. So if you're a small business and you need someone to kind of look over what you're doing, um, I always use the example of the flower shop. You're really good yes. at picking out flowers <laughs> and arrangements and everything, but you don't have any idea how to work the books. Yep. That's what Jeff is here Reach for. Reach out to us. We can help. 636-394-5524, Capital Advisory Group, Jeff Sufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor. And he does little guys like me, too, because yes. <laughs> uh, he's done my taxes as well. We're going to go to commercial break, and when we come back, we've got some more stuff to talk about. The student loan forgiveness, uh, they forgave some money, but there might be some tax implications at the end of the day. And we're also going to talk about the great resignation. Where are all the employees going? Uh, 11.5 million jobs up for grabs, still out there. So we'll talk about that as well. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. This is Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the Big 550, back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. You got a tax issue? You need someone to do your taxes? Are you a small business and you're worried uh, that the IRS is hiring agents to come after you. <laughs> dun, well, dun, 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 yeah, dun. if you do your taxes right, you got nothing to worry exactly. about. So, want to make sure that you're on the up and up. And while Jeff is in inside your taxes, mm-hmm. he can tell you as a small business, hey, you're bleeding money over here, yeah. or hey, you you are making some good money over here. Let's capitalize on exactly. That. Most so, most small business owners do not look at their they look at their P and L's profit and loss statements. But they don't pay t- close attention to the details. Yeah. Um, and when a PL uh, is cr- created, that's your that's your guidebook basically to what's taking place. And what kind of LLC should I be? What kind of corporation should I be? Depends. Yeah. You can really <laughs> there's, take there's a look. multiple ways to do that, and, and it, revenue, income revenue, depending upon where what industries you're in. Um, that's basically like I'll say uh, corporate placement in a sense within the, the different strategies. Yeah. So he can help you out as a person like he does us. Uh, we saved 1200 bucks last year. We're going to keep 2400 this year. He can help us out with just by setting us up an FSA for my son's school. Uh, he can take a look at your personal taxes. And if you're a small business, he can take a look at those as well and help you out there. Student loan forgiveness. We talked about this last week. And uh, we don't really know what the tax implication <laughs> is going to be. Nobody, yes. uh, you know, uh, the University of Pennsylvania has one number. Exactly. And the Biden administration has, has another a totally number. totally different yeah, number. Well, their number's a lot lower. Well, they're like a trillion dollars apart. So yeah, <laughs> somewhere so in between there. <laughs> we'll figure out how this shakes out. But when it comes to the end of the year, um, federal government, the money, I guess, you know, came from them, so they're not going to charge you taxes on I, this. Yes. So from a federal standpoint, if they do forgive some of your note, um, it's not federally taxable. But apparently 13 states have now jumped on the bandwagon and said that they're going to tax you for it. They're going to whatever is forgiven, you're going to pay a state tax on it. Um, the so the, the state tax here, I, I always I share five percent. Yeah, basically. I share my federal tax rates about twenty four percent, 
married filing jointly, and uh, the state taxes is five percent. And that Te- technically, it's five. Well, the highest rate is five point eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get that, or five point three. They're trying to drag it down to f- uh, four point eight. Um, is what, and that's what Parson Parson is trying saying, to do. It's, it, you know, we I got a surplus of money. Yeah, Let's give I don't think it's cut. done yet. But there's more debate on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, say five percent as a rule of thumb, um, straight across the board. So. Missouri and Illinois are not included in this, so okay. right now we Missouri and Illinois we're we're, we're safe. Uh, closest to us would be uh, Arkansas. Um, Arkansas is going to tax it. So if you live in Arkansas and mm-hmm. you got uh, ten thousand dollars in um, it's a student loan forgiveness. Forgiveness. What's going to take place is you'll end up paying in Arkansas five hundred fifty bucks, which is a five point five percent state tax. That's their state tax rate. Yeah. So. Um, the so, craziest is uh, Hawaii. <laughs> what's Hawaii on the state list? Taxes. They're going to end up eleven uh, percent. So it's uh, one thousand one thousand one hundred dollars. If they if they release ten grand, you're going to pay eleven hundred bucks in state tax. Hawaii's got the highest state tax rate. Yes. And uh, what do they say about Florida has no state tax? Florida has no state. Florida taxes have no state tax. No state taxes. Yeah. How do they make up for that? Uh, sales tax, basically. Oh, okay. Or, Every know, time I buy something, something I pay more. Yeah, you're paying more for yeah. that. And then they have far properties that you purchase. Um, what is With it? Higher the, property uh, taxes or something? Uh, the, not the property tax. They have a deed that you have to purchase through them. Oh, okay. Kind of like a, a property tail, sales tax. Yeah. If you they make up that. for it. Oh, they make up for it. Blame yeah. me. But, but the revenue from tourists alone for the sales tax. Um, make up for that yeah. dramatically. So, go to Florida all the time. All the time, yes. So tell me this. Uh, it's it's student debt and it's forgiveness. It's mm-hmm. not like the administration is cutting checks and handing us $10,000. No. They're just saying you owe uh, 70 You Now you only owe 60 60 or you know, 50 depending if you get the full 20 or not. Right. So. And in 13 states currently... It, the list could grow. It could, too. They are counting that as income. There, it's income to you. So typically anytime there is debt relief, um, so people have heard of uh, cancellation of debt. So the example, the easiest example is you got $1,000 on a credit card. The credit card company resolves you of that debt. They will issue right behind that what's called a 1099C, which is a cancellation of debt. It's federally taxable to you. So... Um, anybody that's been through a bankruptcy that sees these 1099C show up or have negotiated with credit card or creditors, they see, they've seen these. You got to pay taxes and in you ban- pay taxes on your bankruptcy on too. Yes. yes. I think the, so, the whole. I thought the whole point was I don't have any money. Well, the, the attorneys <laughs> are going to work, but typically the credit card companies will crank off these 1099Cs, which is just it's a cancellation of debt. Which okay. technically you have to drop. It's federally taxable. I never would have thought. That a cancellation of debt, you don't yeah. owe, you owe 70, now you only owe 60, would be considered income. You know, <laughs> it, is. it doesn't touch my account. It's yeah. not like I you have never, you never more purchasing power. Got it put in your your hand. You didn't, I mean, you benefited, you benefited only from the yeah. standpoint you were. I don't owe as much now. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But so, uh, as yeah. far as 13 states go, it is subject to state taxes. Yes. So it's not going down the, the path of a cancellation. or They're not considering the student loan um, debt, basically a cancellation of debt. Um, they're just being resolved of it. But they are. I'm sure there's a mechanism how it's going to kick off 1099s, something that they're going to be able to pick up on, and the states are going to tax you on it. Hmm. Uh, except for the state of Florida and Texas. Florida and Texas won't because they don't exist. Because they don't um, have uh, yeah, state from a tax. But uh, right now, the, as of uh, just the other day, um, there's 13 states that have jumped on this bandwagon so far where they're going to, you know, it's an easy, easy money grab for them. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I sit here and I try my hardest to talk about the IRS in in neutral terms. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't like them, they don't like us, but you know, it's a necessary evil, but sometimes mm-hmm. it kind of seems like they do nickel and dime. Oh yeah, there's a resolution of debt. Uh, it's not it's not income. It doesn't it's hit not. my my bank yeah. account. I can't go out and spend money with I can't go out and buy a TV with my debt forgiveness. Exactly. So one of the one of the examples we ran into a couple of years ago um, was an individual who had her house. Um, they bought a, a house that they were going to rehab and rent it out, and it just didn't go right from the start. 
Um, they ended up giving it back to the bank. The bank turns around and hands them a cancellation of debt for a couple hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, boom. And they had to pay taxes they had to pay tax on, on it. Yeah. Holy now, this thing cow. was a disaster from the start, though. Somebody should have just went and lit it on fire and walked away. Right. <laughs> but they didn't. Um, it just, it was bad. That would have been illegal. Yes. <laughs> Very. <laughs> right. But. But literally, when it was said and done, the bank turned around and hit them far because they got they basically resolved them of the mortgage, but they took it back. Right, and there so is, I, there is no free lunch. Oh no! So two hundred something thousand dollars showed up on a ten ninety nine C. Had to report it. Five percent of that state and well, federal you know, too. Twenty four percent of that federal. Oh yeah, depending on what you're change. Holy cow! So. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, all right, well, you know, maybe I do have some beef with the IRS after there's, all. There's yeah, in some some regards, so. Yeah. Um, but Well, you know, they give us the runaround, um, but all right, I'll go back to to my original neutral stance. There are things <laughs> out there that we can take advantage yes. of. Even, yes, you know, everything it's not just, that you can get your hands on. Yeah, it's not just GE that gets the huge tax breaks. <laughs> Individuals and small companies and S-corps and small uh, to medium-sized businesses, there are things in the tax code that we can take advantage of yes. to lessen our tax burden, to keep a little yes. bit more of what's ours. And the only way to access those things is to find somebody who knows that they exist. Yes. <laughs> you know, we always say they put these things into the tax code, but they never, they didn't do any follow-up. They never told nope. us about it. Nobody's going to call you and you go, know? hey, look at this page, page yeah. 2020. Hey, it's, it's Brian from the new IRS. <laughs> We're a lot, uh, you yeah. make house calls now. Hey, you could be taking advantage of this, that, and the other. No, they don't do that, no. you know. Uh, they didn't and, even and the have IRS it. never will call you, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> they will never, unless you initiated a call on the first side. Uh, but they, you know, they should have a press conference that says, hey, everybody, you're not doing enough to keep more of what's yours. Call Jeff Zufall or call any, uh, yes. you know, anybody, <laughs> anybody that works with this senior tax strategist, Jeff Zufall, call Jeff and he can start hunting these things out for you. They exist. They're there. They're waiting. I always say I, I would love for the IRS to get my tax uh, return and be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my Look gosh. Look what Josh did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> think there's a bell over on the side of the wall. Ding, 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 ding. Somebody took yeah. advantage of the tax code. Yes. Um, but they don't do that because we file electronically. And yeah. It just it goes right on through. No. Right through the computer. Yep. That's the way you want it. <laughs> uh, and doesn't get stopped because Jeff did it for us and he did it the right way. So, yes, the IRS is nickel and diming us. And if you got student loan forgiveness and you live in the state of Arkansas. That's right. You're going to get Hawaii even worse. Yeah. Uh, it, it could be a taxable event to you. Uh, state of Missouri and Illinois so far, so good. Yes. But if you need help, if you need help interpreting the tax code, if you need help using the tax code to your benefit, here's the name of the book that Jeff wrote. Keep what's yours. How to leverage the new tax law. To create unfair advantage over your competition. In this case, it's us against the IRS. Yes. Um, <laughs> Not to say us versus them, but yes. Right. You, the competition is the IRS. How can we keep more of our money and uh, only pay what we have to? Yeah. Legally obligated to. Legally obligated. 636-394-5524. That's Jeff's number. Give him a call. Leave a voicemail. Get on the books now and go visit him. Uh, I've been out to the offices several times. Uh, and it's always a nice visit because when I leave there, I'm always thinking I'm in a better financial <laughs> tax situation than when yes. I walked in. Yes. So uh, keep that in mind. And, you know, like I said, we kept 1200 bucks this year. Hopefully we'll keep $2,400. And uh, if you can walk out of there saying, I, you know, I'm going to keep $2,000 right. this year, you're better off than when than you went when in. When you went in, exactly. So 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. We'll come back and talk about the great resignation. Where did all the workers go? And what is quiet quitting? <laughs> this is Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. And I mentioned the book last segment, Jeff, and it is the uh, handy dandy. I'm holding one right now. Handy dandy <laughs> book. Keep what's yours. Written by Jeff Zufall. Uh, you can get a free copy. Yes. On the website. On upper, the website. Upper right hand side. Get my book. Push get my button. book. CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. Upper right hand side. Where's my book? Yeah. Where's my book? <laughs> There's a little button there that says get the book. 
and uh, Jeff will send it out to you. The, you could this will be your primer, and then you could say, look, I, there's a couple of things exactly. in here that pertain to me. Exactly. Uh, I need to go into Jeff and put these things into action. Um, we also for small businesses, mm-hmm. right? Who kept employees, employee retention credit. Yes. Um, who kept employees throughout the pandemic rather than sending them to unemployment roles yeah. and the government had to pay for them. Yeah. Uh, they're going to give you a, a, a kickback. Uh, it's actually, they're just going to pay you straight out straight if out. you qualify. Um, and this is not uh, PPP money. This is not the EDIL loan. This is Separate. a straight credit, right? Government file a tax return saying thank you so yes. much for keeping your employees on your payroll <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and not making us pay for them yeah. through unemployment. Here's a bonus. Yep. So, so. you got to go to uh, myerctoday.com. Myerctoday.com and just fill out the numbers. Fill out your, the basic information. And, and you'll have the, the numbers. Oh, yeah. Because they'll come back and ask for a whole bunch of stuff um, that you need to prove the, the scenario. But if they could you know, get it for you. Um, it's a credit that's out there. Take advantage of it and run. Yeah. Um, and when it's when it's done, and I say when it's paid out, I don't know. It's a you know like a trillion dollar fund, but when they do run out of money, they run out of money. It's done. Yeah. So, so take it, get it now. Yes. Uh, and this is you know I, I Starts, don't want to say it's free money, but um, this is I believe March of 2020 and goes to September of 2021. So as long as you kept people employed during that fr- that time frame, um, and most people their revenues were hit. You know, declined a little bit because of COVID. Um, you should qualify easy for it. This will so, help. Yeah, uh, a little bonus for keeping people on the payroll. Oh yeah. So uh, throughout uh, the pandemic, and this pandemic has kind of kickstarted something known as the Great Resignation. Yes. <laughs> what is that? So the Great Resignation is where people just said, "You know what? I'm done. I quit. I'm walking away." Um, where where are you going? <laughs> well, that's what everybody's kind of curious as to what really transpired. There was a lot of money on the table, um, unemployment, um, stimulus money, you know, so on and so forth. A lot of people started to work from home, but it's it, so a lot of people were just like, "I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk it." Was their theory? Um, but it was a great resignation. People, a lot of people retired. We've saw we've seen more people that technically retired back, 2021. It just officially didn't announce it. Yeah. Um, now they're like, hey, I'm retired. Whereas before they're like, I'm just not working. <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I took some time off from work yeah. and realized I like it better this yeah, way. and I, I, I like it. <laughs> so, um, and so, and that's the, the, the funny part is some of these articles that we're reading, you know, the, the headline is, did lockdowns turn Americans into lazy bums? You know, and that's the question of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, and people work from home. It's legit. Don't get me wrong. I don't um, have to take a shower. Exactly. I work in my pajamas. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, I love it. I can wear a mask and, you know, yeah, I don't have to brush my teeth. I yeah. Get right, goofy, yeah. but you go, okay. Um, yeah. You know. I, <laughs> I would wear my mask uh, to drop my son off at, at daycare because, uh, you know, it's eight in the morning and I hadn't brushed my teeth. Exactly. Yet, so. <laughs> oh, do you have COVID? No, no, no. No, I not just, at all. Yeah. I didn't brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe they did make me a lazy bum. Maybe <laughs> so, the pandemic made so me So that's lazy. the that's the question of the day. I can't answer that. You know? Right. Um, so, but and then the other one was maybe it wasn't the great resignation, but maybe it's what they reference as quiet quitting. And you go, what in the world is that? And so it's basically doing less at work versus working overtime, doing more than you know, doing your coworkers' job, and so on and so forth. Um, quiet quitting is just kind of you just kind of reel back, kind of just be a face in the crowd, do your thing, just enough to do your eight hours and go home. Yeah. So, well, I we've talked about that during the daytime show. Quiet quitting, doing the bare minimum. You that's know? it. Yeah. Well, that's not my job description, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Not a great way to get a promotion. No, not at all. <laughs> and so I think that's you know kind of the landscape of where we're at today. Um, you oh, know. you're you're one of those employees. <laughs> great. Well, well, you know, we'll promote this other guy. Yeah, not even not even that, but just um, from the hiring aspect, um, we saw a lot of people, and right out of the box, you know, the first question were, "Can I work from home? Um, what's my vacation?" <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, "Well, wait a minute," you know. So 
So kind of looking at the big Let's picture. Let's start with the benefits to me. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, though, I think what will take place is we've seen it where it was it was lopsided towards the employee. Yeah. Um, or I should, way back in the day, it was lopsided towards the employer. Yeah. Now it came back towards in the employee's court. Um, and here, maybe if this, you know, the great recession that we're in. <laughs> right. Um, depending upon, I mean, that's one thing that's keeping up is unemployment's still chug-a-lugging along. Right, eleven um, million jobs are still available. Still, yeah, in in a recession. Um, in so, a recession, how about so that? Maybe in the next three or four years, it may twist and go the other way, um, where it goes back to the employer's favor, just because a true recession is a loss of jobs, basically. And yeah, you you are a small business, yeah. uh, Jeff Zufall at Capital Advisory Group. So you've been hiring throughout We've this been whole hiring. process. Yeah, and you know, it, it, back in the day, I guess it was probably like, this is how I can help the company. Uh, and now it's kind of like, how can the company help me? Exactly. You know, yeah. what's in it for me? Yeah. And that's normally a conversation that you have at the end of the exactly. conversation. <laughs> you know, but yeah. now it's front and center. It's what, front, what, what can I get? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll try my hand at the other 11 million jobs yeah. that are out there. Exactly. So so, so kind of kind of a weird, but that's the, the, the title of this article was, you know, did lockdowns turn Americans into lazy bums? And that's a question yeah. of the day. I or can't maybe, answer it. But. Yeah, maybe it's a it's an employee's market. You yeah. know, a buyer's market, seller's market. Yeah. Now it's an employee's market <laughs> rather than the employer's market. So interesting things for sure. And oh, definitely. like you said, if, if this recession really hits and layoffs start coming, then that, it's, it'll probably twist the other direction. Twist exactly. it back to the employer's favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, estimated payments are due on the 15th. Yes, September 15th, most important of all of the estimated payments. Um, if you haven't made one this year, make These are the self-employed. 15th. These are contractors. Exactly. Anybody, contractors, um, self-employed, anybody that runs their own show. Um, basically, if, if you don't know how to make it, call us. We can help you. Yeah. Um, but worst case scenario, pay your minimum tax liability from the previous year. Yep. Or at least have it third quarter paid in. You'll have September 15th and January 15th, the last two. One, one of the things I learned doing the show with you, Jeff, uh, multiple things, by the way, we, I learned how to keep 1200 bucks exactly. <laughs> uh, every year, uh, but of my own money. But... The government, even if you want an extension, even if you're having trouble yes. uh, figuring out how much you actually owe, you have to pay the government something. something. Exactly. You Black have to pay like, April 15th. You have to pay them. Yeah. Hey, I filed an extension. It's like, okay, but that's just Great, paperwork. But, yeah, give it's us not give taxes. us our money. Yeah. <laughs> and if you paid too much, we'll give it back to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and if you underpaid, then we'll... We'll ask for more. <laughs> ask for more money and probably uh, hit you with some fees. Yes. Yes, so yes. you have to pay estimated payments if you are a contract worker, if you're working for yourself, if you're doing running your own show. So mm-hmm. if you're one of those people, you probably know exactly what this is. And yes. just a friendly <laughs> reminder, it comes up on the 15th of this month. Jeff, thank you so much. Those people, if they have questions, they can call you 636-394-5524. Keep what's yours. Go to the website, capitaladvisorygrp.com, top right corner, get my book. That's right. Give me the book. Jeff will send it to you for free. (laughs) You can thumb through it and you can find Keep What's Yours, the book written by Jeff Sufall. The show is named Keep What's Yours as well. And the lifestyle, the mantra. I want to keep more of my money rather than paying it it out. Exactly. To the federal government. I can do more with that than they can. Than they can, yes. (laughs) So I'll keep it. means 1200 bucks means more to me than it does to them. Oh, yeah. So how do we keep more of what's ours? Well, we call Jeff Sufall, 636-394-5524. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. See you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.